Hello, everyone. We are playing Marvel Multiverse. Uh, it's the brand new Marvel RPG, and uh, we are finally getting to our custom characters here. So in just a moment, we are going to be going through. We're going to pretend that we have our own intro uh, theme song here. Uh, imagine the 90s animated series where each character has a little moment and then their name flashes up and then there's an explosion or energy blast or someone runs in front of the screen. And then we cut to another character who has their moment. Uh, so we're going to get kicked off with this so we can get introduced to our characters. And we're going to start with Jeff. Uh before we get there, though, let me set the scene. Sorry, I skipped ahead. We're zooming in on a New England mansion in their wooden double doors that are sculpted with the X-Men logo. They open up and four young mutants come running out together. And then helicopters buzz across the, the screen. We see that they're flying across the sky skyline of a burning city while sentinels are walking through the streets. Sentinel raises its hand and blasts through a wall, and then we see Jeff. So you see uh, a, a guy, late teens, early 20s, very modestly dressed, like baggy cargo pants and this sort of blue, uh, blue hoodie slash letterman's jacket. And he is like in this the throes of some kind of like martial art ba martial arts battle with like a with lady deathstrike these this clawed woman who's just kind of swiping away at him left and right and it looks every time like she's about to hit him or she should but his body just kind of shifts and morphs and slides and ducks his muscles kind of contorting and retorting and then at the last second he sends both of them out and his arms extend wrapped around her and begin to squeeze and squeeze and just as he's kind of pulling her closer as if he's going to you know grapple you can see something burst out from his chest as these two smaller discolored arms come out and they extend around her as well. And what uh, name flashes up on the screen for this? Stranglehold. And then we cut to who? I think we cut to Ashfall. <laughs> what? Um... So you see sort of a young girl, bright red hair, sort of a punk outfit run uh, behind her. A large yellow man with spider, mechanical spider legs chases her and she pulls rocks from the ground, throwing them back at him. Um, and ahead of her is a portal that's open with two slightly blurry figures. She jumps through this portal, lands in front of the Xavier Institute to stand up pulling sort of almost a mountain under her feet as uh, sentinels encroach and Ashfall uh, appears in front of her. And who do we cut to? Uh, Aaron. Oh, muted. Muted. The name Wraith appears on the screen. You see a young man, right around 20, dark skin, uh, near dark, dark brown eyes, almost black with a short military haircut. He's wearing a, a dark blue uh, shirt with a giant yellow X across it and a, and, a, and a dark brown biker's jacket over it. And behind him, you don't see it. You see Cyber, a man with these giant cybernetic arms and this uh, dark blue bodysuit razor rifle to shoot at his back. And then Wraith just kind of smiles. And as the bullets fly towards him, you see uh, an, an aura of, of 
very bright light surround him, and then he seems to fold in on himself, and with a little whoosh, he appears directly above Cyber. And then he he seems to to reach down, and you see Cyber get cloaked himself in this kind of glowing uh, aura, and he freezes. And then Wraith disappears again and lands on this on this heavy garbage dumpster, which he grabs. Then he poof, disappears with the dumpster, and he's a hundred feet in the air, right above Cyber, when he lets go, and then poof, disappears and reappears exactly where he started in the beginning as this dumpster falls and crushes Cyber to the ground, and Wraith just winks, wipes his hands, and walks forward. He walks behind this dumpster. As we pan over, we cut to Melissa. Uh, so the name that comes up on the screen is Bijou, and you see this kind of mid-late teens uh, girl. She's got blonde hair. It's in a short pixie cut. She's got kind of a green kind of baby doll tee, jeans, and kind of platform shoes. And you see that um, she is kind of being um, kind of running at her is King Shark. And so you just see this kind of like big fist come up, like it's about to just sort of like pound, you know, <laughs> and just sort of this isn't going to go very well. Um, and you just see uh, Bijou just suddenly shrink. Um, and so she gets really small and completely dodges that attack. And then while she's um, very small, she's she's speed running um, kind of off to the side. And then you see she's got this sort of like very old timey, um, matching bracelet and necklace. Um, and so kind of as uh, uh, King Shark is kind of trying to figure out where she went and kind of turns around, you just see she kind of grasps the two of them together and you see this just kind of like laser shots that are kind of going straight into his eyes. Thank you, guys. I had a lot of fun with that. That was awesome. Uh, and that's also throughout the reminder here that we are playing on Earth LOL. Uh, a lot of you uh, comic fans would know that the main Marvel universe is Earth 616. Uh, we are playing in our own canon. Uh, mutants are the only superpowered creatures here. And in our universe, King Shark is a mutant and in Marvel. Uh, Kipser was the one who said that uh, King Shark is going to be in our universe. So that's Adam. Funny character. I like him. For a reminder of what happened last session, the Xavier Institute was celebrating graduation day for many of its students when sentinels attacked. These sentinels had uh, would unleash swarms of tracker sentinels, sentinels just the size of a bee that would uh, clamp onto mutants and uh, inject some sort of signal on them. And then these mutants began disappearing uh, and teleporting away. The four of you, are some of these mutants that were teleported away. And you awoke on the lawn of your school. Except this is no longer the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. It is the Stryker Institute for the Gene Genetically Disabled. And when you awoke after the Sentinel attack, you found yourselves in the school infirmary. You had ankle bracelets fastened tight around your legs and large bruises on your arms. For a long time, especially during the first week, you almost felt like you were sleepwalking, like you were a zombie. Everything was dull and distant. Uh, you were definitely affected by some sort of powerful sedative. 
while you're feeling like you were in a waking dream, it actually took several days to realize just how much your lives had changed. And that was three weeks ago from where we're starting today. Over those three weeks, you would shuffle along with the crowd. You were often escorted to classes by a new student named Vic Burkowski. Uh, Vic is 14-ish with green reptilian skin. Um, he's very energetic and friendly. He talks almost nonstop. A lot of what he said you don't remember. Uh, but as you were moving around, you noticed a lot of changes around the school. There were unfamiliar faces. Uh, rooms had been repurposed. There were even major renovations like walls built to close off hallways or to turn larger rooms into smaller spaces. The dorms are smaller now, with three, sp three students to a room instead of two. And for a long time, you, you would miss all these small details, like the dates on the calendars in your room. And when the fog from the sedative finally began to clear, you realized that it didn't say 2006, but instead said 2026. You'd been thrown 20 years into the future. And a lot has happened over these past two decades, much of which you're still grappling with. The Mutant Affairs Control Act, which passed on your graduation day, has now grown into broad sweeping laws uh, that control the lives of every mutant in America. And we're going to begin with you walking down the halls of the Stryker Institute, heading to your American ethics class. The fog is finally lifted. You're finally starting to feel normal again. But there's still something off. You feel your powers are distant or dampened. You don't have the same control over them that you used to. It feels like there's some sort of disconnect that stops you from using your abilities to the fullest as if you're just a bit weaker than you were before. Vic is guiding you through, and someone brought up the topic of what's happened in the past 20 years. Vic seems unconcerned with the time travel uh, whatsoever. He, he's not phased by it. He says, oh, they, they teach you this stuff in American history when you're like 12. In 2008, Xavier and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, uh, they attempted to assassinate President Kelly. Xavier, Magneto, a bunch of mutants were killed. And after that, the BMA, the Bureau of Mutant Affairs, I think, uh, yeah, it, they started the war on mutant crime. And it was a really dark time for people like us. And then back in like, uh, what was it, 2014, something like that, Reverend Stryker began opening schools for mutants to learn how to safely control their powers. Did you know that re before Reverend Stryker opened these schools, over half of all mutants would kill someone when they discovered their powers? It, it was crazy. It, it, no wonder they feared us. Anyways, uh, this was his first school. Uh, and in one of his sermons, he said that he chose this place because it was a, what do you say? It was a den of in iniqu iniquity. It was a den of iniquity. But now it's a holy site and it cleanses the world of evil. He's a good man, Reverend Stryker. He he really wants to help us, you know, and his sermons are a lot better than Reverend Sinclair's. Uh, Reverend Sinclair's is still a good person. You know, he, his, he's been headmaster for uh, almost 10 years now, uh, but he's just so boring to listen to. Like, he'll go on and on and on and on. Oh, God, I'm doing that too, aren't I? Yeah. Also, half of mutants finding their powers kill somebody uh how many mutants have explosive powers when going to this school that you can think of i mean i, I i've seen the statistics like they they taught us it uh in, in american ethics they taught they teach you about that uh and it, it's not just like blowing people up but they're 
there are mutants that they touch you and you die. Yeah, but also that wasn't the case 20 years ago. Well, I'm sure it was, and you just didn't realize it. Sure. Anyways, uh, what else was I saying? Uh, President Kelly, yeah, he, he was elected in 2016. Uh, and then five years ago, Congress, uh, they, what do they, they say? They, they rewrote the amendment. Uh, the, the one that says that you can only serve two terms, uh, they, they changed it. So now if the nation is in a state of emergency, like we're in right now uh, with the war on mutant crime, uh, the, the leader doesn't have to be uh, beholden to those two terms. Like they, they can have more than more than two terms. Uh, basically, so like we're at war and then we don't have to change leadership, you know? So like uh, the bad guys can't take advantage of like us having a new president. So yeah, he, he's on his third term. I think he's going to run for a fourth too. So what you're saying, kid, is that uh, we now live in a authoritative regime completely controlled by state-run propaganda. Oh, no, no, no. no. We, we okay. still have... Oh. Yeah, we still have elections. Well, draft. you and I can't vote because we're mutants, but they they still have elections. Sure, right. Okay. Uh, thanks for the information, Marshall, uh, Luna, Ellen. I don't know about you. I've been in a fog for weeks. I'm starting to starting to get my footing, but we got to get we got to get back. This is this is a this isn't where we're supposed to be. No, this seems terrible yeah i already graduated and i really don't want to go back to school again uh so i really it was hard enough learning like our real history and now we have to learn this fake history and seriously like my arm doesn't even stretch all the way down the hall anymore like i don't i don't understand but you're right we gotta get out of here what's your name again kid vic Thick, yeah, and you know the whole arm stretching thing. Don't do that, because uh, what do you mean? One like of the rules this? here is that you can't use. No, don't do that. And he like you, curves his arm around behind his head and like tap, like kind of taps him on the other side and does like the classic kind of kind and of flick on the. Yeah. Gets a little paranoid here. He, he's not uh like visibly shaken, but he starts looking for faculty immediately. If they see you do that, you'll be in trouble. You'll have to write lines. What? Hmm. right lines Vic don't you have a class right now yeah we all have a class we're, we're heading to it right now American ethics you're heading <sighs> to it yes no 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 we, we all have to go because you can just we'll... like take notes and I can look at your notes later I, I'm supposed to take you to class I, I'm I, I'm your student advisor you lost us right yeah uh, you're right here, though. Are we? Look, Vic, just, like, close your eyes for a minute. Uh, I want an ego check here. <laughs> All right. Uh, da, 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 da. so, ego. And, uh, let me look up the difficulty it's gonna be. I forgot to open that PDF. Sorry. 
Well, I rolled a one on my M dice. Uh, it's going to be, uh, we'll call it challenging, which is uh, your rank plus 10. So it should be 12. Okay, so and I rolled a one on your one on M die, M is dice, a six. which means it's a it's marble, fantastic. which makes it a six. Um, and my uh, ego is times two because we're all level two right now. So that is 12 plus six for 18. 18. Okay. Uh, like It's just, yeah, okay. You just add I, the three dice together and then add your, your you don't multiply anything. Oh, okay. Sorry. Correct. Then the, uh, my bad. Uh, that is. 13 plus 6 for 19. Actually, ended up higher then. <laughs> yep. Uh, sorry, I didn't follow your follow your math for the first time. But yeah, that's easily a success. I I, I can't lie and say I lost you, but I also can't keep you here. Um, they're going to be upset with you if you leave. But okay. Uh, the you know the, the class is right down there. Just you go down the hall and then take a left. If you don't want to lie, just look that way really quick. And then when you turn around and we're not here, you can honestly say that you lost us. Because you won't see where we went. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look um, over there. Is that an ice cream truck? And then... <laughs> and we leave. <laughs> we leave, yeah. You guys uh, start hightailing it down the hall. Uh, is there anywhere specific you're trying to go to? As you're going through these halls, uh, you the grounds are intimately familiar with you. This is a place where you lived for some time, but it's also strangely foreign as well. The layout is the same as Xavier's school, but everything is worn and aged. The paint is scratched and chipping away. The floors are scuffed. And what was once your home is now just has a feeling of cold and repressiveness and the one thing that's constant is that every dorm room dorm room and every hallway has a laminated sign with four rules on it the first no code names second no powers third no phones or computers and fourth no unapproved media and it always ends underneath with a verse i will behave myself wisely in a perfect way psalm 101 2 Are you guys trying to get out of the school itself, or are you just uh, trying to find your own place around uh, a bit of quiet? I think, I, I don't know, I think we would find, want to find a place that we could be by ourselves and talk for a minute to try to work through what the hell is going on. Yeah, That's not going to be hard to do. Uh, a lot of these rooms uh, have been divided to be smaller, uh, so there's going to be a lot of nooks and crannies, and if you guys uh, want to check out the house, handouts and foundry i have a layout of what you used to remember the xavier school uh looking like uh but you'll be able to easily find a room or even like a corner of the library uh which is much smaller than it used to be but you'll still be able to find a corner where no one's gonna bother you there are occasionally people patrolling the school no one is ever uh the type of person that will stop you and ask like why aren't you in class but these people are armed uh, with batons and they're wearing these priestly robes. They're black robes and then they have a white cross emblazoned on them. And you've heard them referred to as purifiers. They're constantly walking through the hallways. Uh, if anyone even seems agitated or riled up, those are the ones that they're watching. You can also tell that there's a few students that they watch uh, 
closer than others. For instance, you've, you've seen a kid that's uh, literally made of rocks. He's a giant uh, hulk of a person made of rocks, and he is a bit of a bully, but he hasn't had any problems with you yet, and the purifiers are constantly watching him. Have we noticed any other students who were with us 20 years ago at Xavier's Institute? You have not, actually. You are the only ones uh, that look familiar to each other. Well, we can we... say that you guys uh, made it to a corner of a library. You've got a table to yourselves. Uh, it, it's quiet in here. There's a couple students that are studying, but no one's really paying attention to you. So, I'm sorry, how long has it been since we were captured and taken in? Three weeks of your Three time, weeks. but 20, okay. 20 years have passed otherwise. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, in that time, would we have overheard anything or spoken with anyone that is aware that we have come from potentially the past or do they are yes. we just being treated like another set of mutants uh it's safe to say that you would have had this conversation with vic as well and he okay. would have talked about it very matter-of-factly uh we can say that it happened like a week or so ago when like you were starting to come out of the fog you can still remember most of it um he would have talked about how the MACA, Mutant Affairs Control Act, uh, has been amended so that they can send sentinels back in time and uh, remove problematic mutants from the timeline. Basically, he told you to your face that you all would have grown up to be terrorists, and that's why they went back and took you. But they get to define what a terrorist is, and then... Then they can just take whoever they want. And if they take enough of us. Yeah. And if they take enough enough of us, then there might not be any mutant. No, that doesn't work. I thought I had something. We'd be in this world where we're all considered terrorists and that we have no rights and no ability to vote. And and but you are right, Marshall. I can't I can't teleport hardly anywhere. I can't. I can't teleport objects. I can't teleport people. I can, I, I tried it. I froze my roommate briefly, but I mean, we're so much weaker. They've done something to us to drain away our powers. Either that. I used to be able to feel the earth breathe, and now I can't hardly feel it under my feet. Wait, the earth breathes? Uh, don't worry about it, Marshall. Okay. So what if maybe... They have like dampening fields or something like that. And if we just got outside the grounds, like our powers could get come back, maybe. And we just well, gotta we would get be out. outside and not here, which not anywhere not here is better than here. If there's yeah. still a war going on, then there has to be a resistance. Yeah. I bet then, I bet their war is really just an excuse. But yeah. I guess I guess the question I have, do we want to try to find a way to go back to our timeline or do we want to try to find a way to like make this timeline better or something? I think we have to go figure out how they brought us here and reverse it, no? We got to go back. Stop this from happening. I want to interject here, too. 
Stranglehold, uh, you're talking a lot with your arms, and I think you would notice this specifically because you were an athlete. Mm-hmm. Both of your arms <laughs> are heavily... I am an athlete. This is <laughs> gone away. You're over the hill. You peaked already. Your kid's all downhill. Every morning, push-ups, sit-ups, I do the whole routine. Uh, uh, you would be very uh, in tune with this. Uh, the rest of you would absolutely feel the same way. Uh, but as you're moving your arms, they're sore and heavy. And it's not just the same feeling as uh, your dampened powers. It's not that it, it feels as if they were injured uh, pretty badly. Like you pulled some sort of muscle or something like that. And as you're moving them, you're just reminded of these massive bruises that almost take up uh, the mm-hmm. entire upper arm on both arms. And we have no memory of what made the bruises. No. Uh, when you woke up from the infirmary, uh, you were in a haze already, but mm-hmm. your arms were sore immediately when you woke up. So I like, mean, would we reasonably put it two to two together to think that they did something to us in the infirmary that's having an effect on us? The fact that all four of you have the same bruises in the same spot. Yeah, it's very reasonable to think that. Think we, we need to get... find someone we can trust, medical professional. None of these people are trustworthy. They just say words that are clearly not true, like this place at all. I think we yeah. need to go back to the infirmary and see if we can figure it out ourselves. It's like, this place was bad enough before when it was a school, but now it's like a church at the same time, and that's like ten times worse. We should just try yeah, to it's... get... Maybe the infirmary has like some files or something, or like someone could, you know, I they probably don't have like physical, but they gotta have like computers or something. They've gotta have something. I don't... Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should, we should, I can, I can, uh, I can get small and get it on the door and make sure that no one is inside and then open the door for you if no one is inside. Uh, if, plan, Beju. if you guys want, you can make logic tests for me. You don't have to, uh, but it's going to be, uh, target number 12 challenging. Right. My log, my logic is one. So it's three D six plus one for me. And that's a big old fail. My logic is negative one, so <laughs> that is an eleven. Actually, not bad, but no. I got a nine. Uh, I, my logic is two, and I got uh, a twelve. All right. Wait. Uh, wait. Time out. One of you. Made Are it. any of us smart? No. Oh. What about your characters, though? same difference (laughs) I mean like recognizes like Stephen Uh, that's funny I'm dumb Uh, Melissa (laughs) it's fitting that you're the one who passed it because as you were saying there have to be computers somewhere you start going through and you're thinking about it there aren't any Uh, you come from a time where computers are still prevalent Uh, phones are dumb you don't see any cell phones either on faculty or students. There also aren't any laptops or desktops, at least where you've seen them uh, available to you students. They've got a stranglehold on information. It's how they're controlling everyone. What? Usually you just poke stranglehold. He said your name. Yeah, what? what? He was, he was Marshall. <laughs> he was fiddling with something underneath his, underneath his, uh, his jacket. Well, it's the school. What are the chances the um, underground tunnels still exist? 
for escape. I think we need to figure out what's going on with us before we try to escape. I mean, what if it just keeps getting worse? I'm just thinking maybe we can get help outside of the school better than we can find it here. But yeah, let's uh, let's yeah, start I mean, by if, just breaking in to the medical facility. Yeah, after right. three weeks, if, I, if we're this week, if our powers are this week, hell, in a month, I won't have any powers at all. And Bijou sort of gets a look on her face at the thought of not having powers at all. And she just sort of, you sort of see like a little kind of far off look of like, hmm. And then yeah. she just kind of straightens up if anyone seems like they're looking at her. Come on, Ellen, you can't imagine what it'd be like to be powerless. I, I'm not, I don't like you two. I, parents are just people that just did people things and this just sort of came up so yeah I'm cool with it not saying I don't appreciate all the schooling and everything and a place to live um, but this place seems pretty shitty toward us so just yeah but that's all the more same. reason to be yourself. You can't let other people just stomp you into a square. Right. But sometimes you guys try to stomp people into squares. But no, let's uh, break into the medical facility. Jericho leans over and whispers into Ellen's ear. You're right, Ellen. There's bad on both sides. If you... If you want to be normal, that's that's just fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't let anybody bully you. I remember in one of them ethics classes, they called that a false equivalency where you've got two sides and the idea that both are like bad doesn't necessarily mean they're equally bad. And so when I stomp a guy, it's because he always tried to stomp me first. So... I never went out of my way to to squeeze anybody and strangle them or anything like that. So, but that's nowhere near like these people. These people are really bad. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's why we gotta yeah. go and break in there and get out of here. Yeah, that's yeah, a fact. yeah, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, okay. They yeah. are got it. The... And so you just see Bijou just like shrink. All right, so you guys want to uh, go poke around the medical facility, the infirmary. Uh, we'll say that it's just uh, middle of the day right now. Uh, you still have plenty of time to wander around before lights out, things like that. Uh, and you know that the medical facility, the infirmary, is actually... Sorry about the dogs. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, the infirmary is a temporary building that's been set up outside. You know how schools often have the extra classrooms that are basically just wide trailers? Portables. That's what the infirmary is. Uh, it's a portable classroom. So you start uh, going outside to uh, look around, see what it looks like in there. And you'll notice that one thing that hasn't changed about the school is that there are still angry citizens congregating around outside the walls. However, rather than protesting, they're actually patrolling. You see these people, they're in regular clothing. Many of them are still carrying weapons, uh, like hunting rifles and things like that. Uh, a couple of them... Uh, they're bigger guys, but they still have like the tactical vests on and like uh, 
actual like military rifles as they're walking around. And it seems that they're taking it upon themselves to patrol the, the boundaries of the school. What's more, the school is also patrolled by people uh, called the purifiers. They walk around the uh, grounds quite often as well, not in the same numbers as the people outside the fence. But what's really concerning is that as you look up, you see that there are four sentinels towering over the schools. Uh, each one has their arms outstretched, and those energy beams are raised, charged, and ready to fire. You don't have any problems moving around the grounds. Uh, like I said, the, the grounds are familiar with you. You've spent a lot of time out here. Uh, it seems that you have free reign throughout the entire uh, school, including outside. How do you guys want to go about this? Uh, so Bijou can shrink to tiny. So I'm wondering if tiny is enough to like go under a door. I believe tiny is like action figure size. I could be wrong on that. Probably should have uh, figured that out before I. Let's see. To um, Ashwell would probably try just walking to the infirmary and seeing if anybody would stop them. Oh, four inches, pretty good. So I think with four inches, you could make it under a door, uh, especially if there's a decent gap to it, but I'm going to require an agility check for it. Sure. Uh, Asheville, I'm sorry, what did you say? You were just walking up to it? I would just walk and see if anybody tried to stop me. Uh, no one tries to stop you. Uh, once you get closer, there's a ramp that goes up to the door that's along the side of the building. And you'll see that there's actually a lock on the door that requires a key card to go in. Uh, and I rolled uh, a 17. Bijou. Okay. So you're going around. Uh, you're looking at the door, and it's got one of those, like, dust guards uh, underneath. So it, it's, it's impossible to get through the front door there. But you start poking around, and you find underneath the, the portable, there, there's so many different nooks and crannies there. There's actually a seam that's busted between the floor and the, the wall. Uh, perhaps when they actually installed it, someone uh, just uh, put the weight down wrong and it just pulled apart some of the nails. And you're able to push your way through that. So you're now in the corner of this infirmary. And it looks like a school infirmary. It, it's not high tech whatsoever. It has the very poor curtains, the beds that look like they're very worn out. Uh, and you see two people are in here. Neither one of them notices you. You're so small, you're in the corner. Uh, one of them is a purifier, and he is just sitting in a corner reading a newspaper. And another one is uh, what looks to be the school nurse, and she seems to be doing paperwork at a desk. Um, is there a... Is there a place that I could... Um, come back to size where they couldn't see me? Like, could I get on one of the little, like, cots behind a curtain, maybe? Yeah. Uh, so the way this place differs from what you would expect from a standard uh, school infirmary is that there are a lot more beds. Um, instead of just, like, the two beds, there's more like 20. Uh, and they're all lined up, and they all have their own curtains. Uh, so you can absolutely go to, like, one of the beds on the far side, 
I'm not going to require a stealth roll. You're so small uh, and they're not paying attention whatsoever. So you'll be able to uh, go to the far side of the room where a curtain's already drawn uh, across most of the, the bed. It's not entirely. And you can go up to full size there. And what I would like to do then is, is there like a window or something that I might be able to um, kind of communicate back out to the rest of the group? I want to put this down to a luck roll, but I don't know how luck would work in here. So let's just make it a logic test. Uh, that sounds about right to see if you can find a place that would work. Uh, and I'm going to give you an edge on this because you, you've gotten in here so well. Okay, and I'm sorry, can you remind me what... Edge means is? that you can choose a die to re-roll. The, you don't have one. to re-roll. <laughs> that would be a good one to choose. The one to re-roll. Let's re-roll the one. Um, that re-rolled to a one. So that's a nine. Okay. Um, routine I'm assuming that eight. one wasn't on the Marvel die, though. No. Oh, that's too bad. It was not. I know. <laughs> eight plus your rank, which would means you needed a ten. So... You go up and you resize, and there is a window nearby, but unfortunately, it's right next to like the the mm -hmm. wall or the hedge that this building is uh, backed up to. So there's no way for you to be able to uh, contact them through that window. If you want to try and find a different window, there are plenty. Uh, you're going to have to risk moving across uh, where they can see you. Okay. Um. Let's go ahead and pause there with you for a bit. What are the rest of you doing while she's uh, on her stealth mission here? We could just fake an earthquake and scare them all out of the building. It's not stealthy. Probably the sentinels are going to attack us, but if we're leaving anyway, earthquake? I don't think there's any way we can handle four sentinels. <sighs> Especially not this week. Yeah. No. Could probably take two. He said he doesn't think he can really take two. <laughs> he says it anyway. Hey, Jericho no. looks up Marshall. He's like, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, I don't. I don't <laughs> think we can take four sentinels, guys. Not even at full strength. I don't think we could take four sentinels. Um, I mean, Stranglehold's not one for plans. So he is kind of, I think, getting antsy to do something. And when that and I guess the two since, since you, we've been together for a couple of weeks now, you probably would know that if he's getting antsy, he's going to do something stupid. Uh, so he's just kind of waiting to see if somebody does something more intelligent. Uh, Bijou did something smart. And so that's kind of slowed him down a bit. But I think he's sort of he's doing very poor calculations in his head right now up over what he could potentially accomplish. So if we know that, um, Ashfall will kind of look at Stranglehold a little bit and go, and then look over at Wraith. Bait? Distraction? Running? If one of us gets captured, though, who knows what's going to happen. Stranglehold can, like, stretch. Can he flatten himself? Uh, no, not at the moment, like... Maybe if I didn't have whatever they did to me, I could, but like, no, not really. Like, my arms barely go. Like, it's ridiculous. 
Like, Let's give Bijou a couple more minutes, see if she right. comes back, and then we can. So we'll just hold tight here for a second. I, uh, I also want to throw this out there that you guys have been here a couple weeks now. You're getting the layout. You're feeling a bit more comfortable. You don't like it here, obviously, but you are understanding the routines and things like that. And you don't feel like just knocking on a door or something like that would get you in trouble. What gets you in trouble is breaking those four rules or trying to leave the grounds. But we can cut back to Bijou. Like, if that's the case, then, like, Strangleholds plan. Okay, I can go in there, knock on the door, and say I'm having some gastro-infinitesimal issues. Intestinal? Well, I like my idea, too. And then (laughs) see if by them tending to me and I have the condition as he kind of motions to his, his stomach area, then they might believe me and then that might distract them. So Bijou can get more done. That's actually yeah, a good plan. Marshall. That's, that's decent. Knocking Try to door. leave the door open so I can see what it looks like inside there in case I need to okay. shift in. I can do well, that. There's windows on this place too, right? Can we peek into them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ashfall and Jericho, you're planning on going around to look in the windows then, right? Uh, Stranglehold's going up to the front door and Bijou is still trying to work her way uh, throughout the inside there. Uh, Stranglehold, you go up, you knock on the door. After a moment, you hear a shuffling of papers uh, and then the door answers and it's a older to middle-aged woman uh she looks like she has graying hair but it's been dyed you can see that the color is a little bit more faded at the roots she looks at her watch american ethics is it oh uh i'm not feeling good my stomach is hurting charlie is kind of acting up today so i was hoping maybe you can Charlie. Well, it's just what I call my stomach. Okay, let's pull your file. It's funny how uh, kids are always feeling a little sick when Reverend Sinclair has American ethics. Come on in. Uh, okay. You go in Maybe and because the purifiers. It's oxymoronic. I meant, yeah, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the purifier is still sitting in the corner reading the paper. He hasn't even looked up. Uh, mm-hmm. Not concerned in the slightest. Uh, she takes you to a uh, bed and she tells you to stay put. And then she starts going over to a file cabinet, starts looking for your name. Uh, Bijou, so we can cut one, to you. Sorry, one thing ahead. really quick I wanted to try to do is if it was possible, try to like, um, I don't think my, like, try to see if I could just, as the door is closing, just try to sort of extend a chunk of my, like, my leg, my calf muscle out below my my cargo pants and try to like stop it from closing just to leave a little crack open. You're not able to like break stuff off though. Right. So you're thinking you're going to no, have a tiny I was little just like do it. thread of you. I was just going to have goes... a tiny bit of my, I just wanted my calf muscle to, to drip out of my car, my, my, my baggy cargo pants and just to keep it from like auto closing. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to suck the muscle back in, but like, I just want to see oh, if it's one of those like do- bump it. 
Yeah, just to bump it. Sorry, so it my brain immediately went close. to like gum in the lock, and I thought you were gonna like. <laughs> I was about to say, in there. <laughs> just no. long enough for Wraith to see inside, right? No, absolutely, I get that. Uh, or just you to take keep the momentum away, and it'll just closing. be kind of yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's call that an agility check. Um, okay. We'll say it's just routine, so you're gonna need a ten on this. Okay, so I have a bunch of stuff that lets me use like my melee instead of agility. Uh, is essentially sort of like the build I have. So would it be possible? Because I have things like I get edges on, like I get edge and melee. I get, I get basically I get I can use melee instead of like agility in a bunch of ways. Is it possible I could extend that to this uh, role as well? Because he is not the most um, agile person in the world. No, it's perfectly acceptable saying. answer. I just want to ask. I think it's going to be a no because that ability is for melee defense instead of range, uh, yeah, instead of agility is. defense. Uh, it's not actually for combat checks. Okay. However, I do think because you're using your powers here, you could absolutely get an edge on it. Well, I do get an edge already, so I, you don't have to give me one on top of it. My additional limbs ability um, gives me an edge on agility checks, so I'll just I'll just go ahead and take that. And remember, you can use audience dice for another edge if you'd like to. What's the difficulty on it? Uh, routine, so you need a 10 total. It's 8 plus your rank, which is 2. Okay. I will go ahead. Uh, well, I actually, my green die. So it's a one. Is it a one on the Marvel die? That's yeah. okay. Yes. So I got a, I got a one on my green die, which is my Marvel die. Uh, so I'm going to pass. So it's going to be like um, a 16. Fantastic okay. success. Uh, yeah. You time it perfectly. The, the door doesn't close. And as you're doing this going through, you realize the door is not even that high tech. Uh, it's not extremely secure. It's a, you know, it's a portable, you know, it's a trailer. What would you like your fantastic success uh, to add to this? Go ahead and make up a small detail that you're throwing out here. Um, so maybe, oh gosh, what could potentially happen? Because the door, if the, is the door already going to be open? It's going to be just a crack right now. So that if Jericho or Ashfall wanted to go in, all they have to do is uh, grab it. But from okay. a distance, it's going to look closed. Okay. Um, maybe like. So is anything I can do anything I want? Does it have to be like in tune with like? No, what's it happening? doesn't have to be part of the story. You you can just add something to the scene. I uh, can as I. You don't. I was well, I was going to say as like I'm retracting the calf muscle. Maybe there's like a tool or something, uh, like a knife or whatever, or a scalpel or something like that, um, or even just like a file folder, whatever, something like on a on a cabinet that I just. I just, because it's in the path, I just grab it and shove it up my pant, pant leg. Uh, you can, we can say that you grab a file or you can grab a hefty pair of scissors. Uh, your call. Uh, I'll take a file because I don't need, I don't need scissors. All right. Uh, and <laughs> your calf muscle that grabbed this like a, a monkey arm or don't, tail. Uh, don't skip. <laughs> don't skip blank day. No, uh, that's never. great. Uh, you, you grab the file and your muscle just ripples to uh, <laughs> shove it up the, the back of your Letterman jacket. Uh, so it's perfectly hidden right now. Yeah. Cool. Uh, that's cut. Cool. To... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying cool. Oh, I muted myself. Let's cut to Bijou here. Uh, you have a distraction. We can say that this is happening while he's talking to the nurse, uh, while he's walking in the, the purifiers, uh, looking at a paper so you have basically free reign of half of this portable what would you like to do 
So I am looking for some, so my, my goal is to find something to be able to medicinally knock this purifier out. So I'm looking for some kind of injection. Um, okay. So needle plus, um, you know, liquid to uh, make him take a nap. I'm going to want an agility check here for the stealth. I'm going to say that it's visible. You can see that there's a medicine cabinet that appears to have all sorts of liquid medicine and syringes, the uh, disposable one-use syringes that are in the the uh, sterilized uh, packaging mm -hmm. uh, are also in that cabinet as well. It appears to be locked, but you don't know if it's actually just closed or not. Um, okay, that is a... Uh, sorry, and this is going to be challenging, so you're going to need 12. Yes. Oh, I got... Not six, nine, ten, twelve. Okay. Uh, you make it over to uh, this medicine cabinet, possibly using your powers a little bit to guide you uh, when like the nurse turns around, but then you pop back and you're trying to open this cabinet. It's one of those cabinets with like a clear glass window so you can see everything in there. Mm -hmm. And it appears to be refrigerated as well. You go to open it and it is locked. It looks like it would be a very small key to open it. As you're looking in there, you, uh, how much would you know about medicine? You're a teenager, so you probably wouldn't have much familiarity with this. Uh, if you'd like, you can make a logic check to see if you would recognize anything in this cabinet. Okay. That is a five, four, nine, ten, twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, you're going to see a few things that pop out to you that everyone knows, like penicillin, or you'll see like a label that says antibiotic or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you see something that just strikes you as odd. Uh, and it's instead of it being like biomedical jargon, it seems to be some sort of technical jargon. You can't really pronounce it, uh, but it, it, it feels like it's, more of a computer part than it would be an actual medicine. Hmm. Uh, so we're going to say you can't actually get to the liquid medicine yet, but the actual uh, syringes and everything, those are actually out in the open. They they aren't locked up at all. Uh, so you could actually grab a couple of those easily enough. And if you want to okay. try to pick the lock, you can. Uh, if you want to try to break through it, you could too. It doesn't seem to be very hard to break through. I would like to try to pick the lock. Okay. Um, I think it would count as either agility or, you know what, I would take vigilance as well. Oh, and agility. <laughs> I'm going to give you trouble on this one because you're trying to be quiet. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and I'll, I may use an audience if I need to. This one dice just loves giving ones. Um, I got two ones. Neither of them were on the dice that you want a one on. Um, so I'm going to spend So with it. the trouble, you have to take the highest die and re-roll it. Oh, crap. And if you want to use the audience die, technically you're supposed to do that before you roll. Uh, you, you say that you're going to use the edge before. Oh, we can okay, say okay. that you took an, an edge to cancel it out if you'd like. Poop. Because we're still getting the hang of this. Um... <laughs> I rolled a one of four on my Marvel Day and a one. So I think I just failed. 
That's how dice okay. rolls work. You're still being quiet. Uh, and Stranglehold is still talking with the nurse, uh, giving you a solid distraction. You really don't know how to pick a lock, though. You're a teenager. This isn't something that you've ever had to do before. Uh, so you take uh, one of these syringes and you start like trying to pry the needle around uh, and nothing is clicking for you. <laughs> Uh, let's give you a moment and cut back to Jericho and Ashfall. Uh, you two make your way around the portable, uh, and you can see very clearly what's going on here. Uh, you cannot see the purifier in the corner from the angle that you're at. Uh, so you probably see Ashfall, like, pressed a little bit too much against the window as she's trying to pantomime instructions to Bijou on how to lockpick, and Bijou just doesn't see her. She's like, no, no, you, oh, she's, ah, she's doing it wrong, Jericho. I can, if she just moves it a little bit closer. I... Uh, muted. Muted. Wraith is shaking his head at both Ashfall and, and Bijou and, uh, he walks back around so they're not seen together towards the front uh, near the door that he sees is, is cracked open just a little bit prepared to uh, to move in. If if B, if he hears that Bijou uh, gets uh, busted. OK, uh, and we can also say that you looking through the window, you can see the area that if you wanted to teleport in, uh, it'd be you'd be able to do that now. Uh, by the way, sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt this, but I do. I no, did take Quick Learner. So if a character fails an action check, they gain an edge on the check if they try the same action again on their next turn. Nice. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make the check again. Okay. You get an edge. I'm still going to say you have a trouble for the sure. uh, stealth aspect, so it just cancels out and it's a straight roll. If you want to spend an audience die, do it before you roll. I would like to. <laughs> Let me see if this dice stops giving me a one. It gave me a two. Um, so it's uh, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's it. And you can, with the edge, you 12. can choose one to reroll. Okay, I will do. Why would I pick that one up? That's. Can I reroll the marble die, or is that like you're stuck with yeah, what you get? You can. Okay, I will reroll the marble die. Got a two again. I still got a 12 though. So, okay, 12. Uh, so with Ashfall pantomiming and you starting to get the hangless, the first time you actually use that needle, you actually bent it a little bit and you start putting it in this time and suddenly it starts clicking. Uh, and ever so quietly and delicately, you're moving this around and it pops open. And she's about to like audibly sigh. <laughs> and then she just sort of like catches it in sort of the inhale and looks around. So now she's going to go in and grab. You um, look around to see Ashfall giving you thumbs up from the window. <laughs> uh, so you've grabbed a couple syringes now. And uh, what kind of medication are you trying to grab? You said you wanted a sedative. Yeah. So I'm looking for even if there's like a. Um, yeah, like a sedative or, um, she might even think like morphine or something like that might. Okay. Um, she doesn't know, but she's looking for something. We're going to carry over your stealth and your logic from before. So it's hard to tell what a lot of these are, 
but there's a couple of them that seem more familiar than others. And you think that this one looks like it could be some sort of sedative. Uh, it just sounds like it. Uh, sure. So you grab a vial of that uh, and you put it in your pocket quietly because they are glass. Uh, let's cut to Stranglehold. You are sitting on this bed watching Bijou completely in your line of sight right now uh, messing around with this medicine cabinet. Just a few feet away from her is this purifier who if he looked up he would see her mm -hmm. as well but he's very mm -hmm. intent in this paper. And you have this uh, older nurse who yeah. is going through a file now. W what did you say your stomach's name was? So I call it Charlie and so he's going to pull his shirt up and he's going to show his, his stomach and what you basically see is like like the, like the the flaccid arms and head of another person that's just kind of limply hanging there because he can never seem to reform it properly. And and it's just sort of hanging. There. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess whatever you guys have been like injecting us with or hitting us with maybe or maybe it was just food. This oh, morning. those are standard antibiotics. It, whenever a new student comes in, we make sure they get their antibiotics just to make sure we don't have any. But look at it, and he kind can you of put pulls, that thing away? But but look, it's discolored. It's not supposed to be this color. Yeah, you know. Have, have you? I'm sure you've seen a doctor about this. Did they mention surgery or anything to have it removed? I ex I explored it a lot, but no, no. Charlie's gonna stay with me. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make a note to recommend surgery on this. Uh, I'll get you a referral to a, a doctor, and we'll get you an appointment for that. Because like an outside. I can I can go get a consult outside. Well, yes, we'll have you escorted to an actual doctor. Okay, I guess. I mean, if you think that's the best thing to do, it. it and he's like leaning. It's not going to be right now. It'll be name. a couple days from now. I don't know. It really hurts, though. Like, oh, I mean, look at my face. Like how I don't feel pain very often. I don't know if you know this about me, but I was. Uh, you know, like an elite athlete and like pain, my, my pain threshold is so much higher than like most people. So if like, if I'm complaining about it, I mean, you know, you know, it always I mean, seems to be the athletes that complain the most. Well, I mean, you get it right. Like you look, you, you know, you, you, you probably understand that like, you probably work out a lot too, right? <laughs> it's <laughs> okay uh marshall uh i'm gonna just we're gonna say you're gonna be on bed rest for a little bit all right no physical activity for a while uh, i'm Whoa, gonna get the referral hey. paperwork put through let's not go crazy with that sometimes you just gotta work these things out does your you know? stomach like hurt even, or not well it does but like even my my morning well then calorie? i have i have a responsibility for your health and you are not going to be able to exercise or perform any physical activity for the next uh, we'll say at least three days and no you'll have to come morning. see me if we don't get your referral appointment set up by then but I do my morning Cali every like that's my thing it's my ritual well it's not going to be for the next three days now is it but don't you need like for like some sort of testing to like have a control and then you vary something else and like this is sort of like the, you know look around and she starts to like gesture towards this no, room no, no you're right no okay you're right you're right absolutely we don't have a lab facility this this is a school infirmary you're right 
I should probably, you should probably take me to like a real doctor's office then. Like right now, what if it gets infected and you don't want to. A stomach ache is not worth a trip to the ER. I think you'll Whoa. be okay for now. It you can like stay here for a couple hours. Explosion or... You'll stay here a couple hours until American ethics is over, and then I'm sure you'll start feeling much better. That class is a couple hours long. Do you guys do yes. like any Reverend Sinclair likes into, to talk into sort of modern curriculum and how like class length really has a deleterious effect on the the effectiveness of you know students and such? Whoa. What just happened? I'm not in charge of the class schedule. What? A, who are you again, by the way? <laughs> Jolene. Jolene. Are you like a doctor, Jolene? No, I'm a, a registered nurse. Oh, I've been doing this they... for quite some time. Mm-hmm. He's just going to keep talking until he sees Bijou okay. go away. He's going to like the most uh, nonsensical shifts of conversation. Jolene, is that like French? <laughs> <laughs> Jericho Ashfall, is there anything you wanted to do here, or are you just waiting for uh, their whole stealth mission to end? Yeah, I'm not stealth, uh, is terms of power, so I'm waiting outside. I mean, yeah, Jer- at this point, Jericho doesn't think there there's anything he can add to this that's going to improve the situation. So, okay, he just wants to hear what they found out. Uh, Bijou, you got a vial or two of this medicine. Uh, you've got a syringe as well, a couple of them if you want. What's your next step? Uh, so what I would like to do is make up a couple vials and then like use my super speed <laughs> to like quickly close the distance and like inject the dude with the things and hope that one of them does something. So you're just making a drug cocktail, <laughs> hoping that it's a sedative. And I'm just gonna go, and that you get speed. the dosage right. I'm sorry, who said that Bijou was making a smart idea earlier? <laughs> I mean, she's playing a teenager, so I guess this sort of makes yeah. sense. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna want two checks on this. I want a logic uh, for your drug cocktail here, and then we're gonna say that it's a melee I'm, check. I'm doing like each of the syringes. Is I'm gonna fill them up. Oh, you're gonna hit him with multiple syringes then. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna because like, that's the same effect at him. There's just gonna be like lots of stuff going through his. Oh, system that's gonna be fantastic. What is it in the end of Beethoven where like the vet falls on a table and he's just got syringes sticking out of him? Oh my gosh, it's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. Yeah, me yeah. too. It's definitely not been in the last two years. Um. So I want a logic. Uh, for your uh, drug cocktail here, uh, we're going to call that routine. Uh, we'll say 10. You really don't know if it's going to succeed or not. I just want to see how well you do. Um, and then we're going to make it a melee, and I'm going to give you an edge uh, for your speed here. So it's going to be your melee against his melee defense. Yeah. Um. So that's 11 for the logic. Okay. Uh, I said routine, so that's going to be a 10. So we'll say that's a pass. Okay. And then let's see speed run, speed run one multiplies my character's run speed by their rank to get a new run speed. If outside of combat, they can move three times as fast. We're going to say you have plenty of distance to close it. Uh, So we're just going to go straight to the melee check. Uh, You're going to be able to catch him off guard. 
I just have one melee. Um, I would do initiative if you didn't have the super speed. So I'm basically I saying see. that you're getting a surprise attack on him. Okay. Um, I'll grab an audience in case I need it. It didn't. Uh, and that's an 11. I said I was going to do it, so that's a 12. Uh, plus uh, melee is 13. His defense was 12. So hey. you, super quick, with these handfuls of syringes, get over to him and uh, stranglehold. You just hear a whiff of paper as the wind starts like riff, uh, ruffling it. And you look over and you see this purifier with syringes injected into him, still sticking out of him. Bijou, are you trying to stay put or are you trying to get out of the room too? Um, yes, uh, I would be then wanting to <laughs> leave. It was an either or. <laughs> leave. You want to leave then. Okay. Yeah. And likely like, taking the syringes with you. Yeah. Like super speed in, shoot everything in, and then run away. Okay. Why don't you give us the narrative description of what this looks like then? You, you passed your checks. So go okay. ahead and describe. So yeah. So she was kind of out of eyes, eyes, eyesight of him. Um, and then she's just got like three or four syringes and she's just like got her thumbs ready to go on the plungers and she just like super speeds in and they're just like all in his neck. Um, so before he like sees anything, he just like feels all of these syringes that are just sort of like going in to him. And so I'm kind of imagining that she's still kind of speedy in, you know, kind of like pushing the plungers in and then kind of like super speeding back behind a curtain again where then she's going to like get small. Okay. So it's like, uh, that happens exactly the way you describe it. Stranglehold. You look up, you see the, the riffle of, of paperwork, uh, moving from the wind. And then slowly you hear the purifier. And then you can see he's slowly starting to fade, obviously looking drugged. Mm -hmm. Making enough noise that Jolene looks over. So like French, right? That's Jolene is French. Not right now, Ron. Are you okay? No, seriously. Not right now, Ron. What's what's wrong with you? All right, Jericho. Jericho walks in at that when he hears that. He just he looks at her and 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 spatially locks her down so that uh, or or tries to so that she is paralyzed. And uh, I am going to spend an audience dice on um, to get an edge on it. So I get to re-roll my lowest die on that. And this is an agility attack with a zero cost. So it doesn't cost me any uh, focus to actually do this. I got a six on my model dice, which isn't too bad. So 14 on the dice and my agility modifier is uh plus two so that is a 16 in total 16 uh she's a regular joe so that's definitely gonna hit so um since it was not a fantastic success she is simply paralyzed and for her to break out she has to hit a 20 on a melee check to break free. So she's just locked, spatially locked down. For those people at home, I flavored 
uh, some spider powers. So this is actually webcasting, but I flavored it as far as teleportation. So he's, she's spatially locked down. She is incapable of hitting a 20 here. Good. So she's locked down until I let her go. Average civilian. She's got plus zero to her melee. Uh, so she is locked down until you drop your concentration here. Uh, and we're going to say that she froze looking at the corner of this room. Uh, so, like, moving around behind you guys, she's not going to be able to see you. Um, Ashfall, seeing this, uh, jumps down from the windowsill, runs around, grabbing maybe a bucket from the outside, picks it up, and puts it over her head. There's a garden hose and a bucket right there. You grab <laughs> it, it's over her head. She'll never see anything. Jericho looks over at Luna. The eye that was I, open uh, closes. That's uh, that's quick thinking. I was just gonna shut her eyelids, but I like the bucket. That's that's interesting. Um, okay, we got the place now. Let's figure out what the hell's going on. I saw that they were looking at actual physical files. Maybe there's something in the files. Oh, that's right. And he and he like he he lets his calf muscle leak out of his pants again. And then he lets it comes up to his to his face and he just grabs the file that's been rolled up. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just saw it maybe, but there's got to be more like. So what file did he get, narrator? You got a file uh, that actually describes nano sentinels. Uh, what? So what it describes is how to uh, do the correct dosage for uh, the age a weight gender of a person to inject them with nano sentinels that they'll be able to reproduce quickly enough that in a couple months or so a mutant will be entirely depowered as these sentinels go through and they connect to cells and they literally change your genetic uh, makeup this is what's happening to us this is what's happening to us and like he like holds it up really proud uh they put they put nano sentinels in us and they're moving around science and then making us weak. Look, it's right there in the file. Yeah, God damn it. We got to find a way us. to get the, these things out of us. Let's, is there anything else in the files about it? Uh, this file is mostly like the paperwork that comes from the manufacturer. Uh, it's mm -hmm. all very standard, like just the basics. It's got things like side effects, like it can cause stomach aches. Uh, things like that. It'll cause severe bruising. Uh, you realize also that the actual formula that injects the nanosentinels nano is the one that uh, Bijou just found. Uh, so there are several vials of it in that medical cabinet. Um, Ashfall is also going to look over at the folder that was being written on by the nurse that is on Stranglehold. How dare you? That is <laughs> that is protected by HIPAA. What are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm going to go to look at his uh, personal information. I'm sorry, does HIPAA still exist in 2026? <laughs> not for uh, mutants. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, uh, what would she see? Are you trying to hide it? Like you were right next to it. Uh, so in the file, uh, it probably describes the uh, the appendage that he sometimes calls Charlie. Uh, and it is he. So for the folks at home, I took additional limbs and I am flavoring that as a Quato, like total recall, like um, twin that is still connected to him. It's not conscious 
uh, in the sense that like it's not like an active other person, although he's occasionally haunted uh, by like this consciousness that pops up every now and then that he thinks is his brother, Charlie, who he consumed uh, when they were twins. And like Professor X was kind of helping to, to get him to focus on ignoring it or like communicating with the other voice, that kind of thing. Um, but I doubt that's all in there. So I think it's probably just the physical. It's probably just like there's like a, an appendage bit in there. What? Yeah. Yes. What I'm also actually Charlie. more interested in, uh, you can call it Charlie, is uh, she was writing about getting stranglehold surgery oh, and okay. like the opinions around that. Yeah. So she was filling out a form uh, that it's just bureaucracy where she has to like get approval uh, for the referral, for the appointment. Uh, and you can tell that she has to like get it approved by the headmaster Sinclair. Um, things like that. It, it was just basic bureaucracy. It's not like she has a doctor uh, on call or anything like that to come. Okay, okay, okay. Stranglehold. Check it out. It's your file. You're uh, you're gonna lose Charlie. I'm not gonna lose Charlie. Like even if they, I, tr <laughs> they think I haven't tried to cut this off at some point. Come on, it just grows back. Ugh. Anyhow. Mm -hmm. Well, this conversation's uh, going on. Jericho is looking through the files, trying to see if there's any kind of reversal process or any kind of emergency response. If it, if the procedure goes wrong, how they can back it out. Let's call this a logic or a vigilance check as you're going through these files. I'm going to go with vigilance because uh, my vigilance is just a wee bit better. And we're um, going to call it challenging. So you need a 12. And I will spend a point of karma to give myself an edge on this. Um, I already have an edge on vigilance checks. Uh, so, well, that probably wouldn't count. Two for edges. So just, uh, I'm just going to use spend a point of karma for uh, an edge. I did get a one on the Marvel die. Uh, I'm going to reroll one other. Okay, so that's 14 with a one on the Marvel die. Oh, no, sorry, 16, because I, I forgot to add in my Vigilant. 16 with a one on the Marvel die. Uh, you're going through this paperwork, and the vast majority of this paperwork is just files on students. Um, You actually do see a few familiar names as you're going through very older files in the back. Uh, students that were much younger than you uh, when you were at Xavier's Academy. It appears that they, uh, a couple of them, were also enrolled here. Uh, as you're going through, you start sorting through the, the student files. You realize this is the wrong section. You go through another drawer. A lot of it is just bureaucracy here. And then you find one in the very back, and it's just a very uh, small manila folder uh, that has emergency response written on it. It catches your eye. You open it up, and it is instructions for if there's a bad reaction to these nanosentinels. It looks as if this uh, file's never been pulled out of the cabinet before. Uh, it was shoved to the back. No one's ever worried about it. The emergency response is to call the Bureau Bureau of Mutant Affairs. And it's got a direct contact line to the assistant director, Grayson Creed. Looks like if we're going to try to figure out how to handle this, we've got to get in touch with this director, Creed, at the Bureau of Mutant Affairs. I don't like our odds there, but if we don't get out of here and get this dealt with, 
within a few weeks, we're just going to be norms like everybody else. And uh, Jericho. Bijou Sorry, had just like come to full size behind you and says like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. We should put in a call and say that something went bad. Uh, Jericho, you also had a fantastic success. Would you like to add anything to the scene here with that? Uh, with the fantastic success, um, I think he recognized, I mean, because he's he spent a couple of years working with Team X, a CIA black ops team, before he before he escaped or before he left and, and went to Xavier. So he recognizes the importance of controlling the scene when it comes to any kind of espionage action. Uh, so I think with the fantastic success, he remembers the exact order of all the files so he can put everything back the way it was. Uh, so if we slip out, even if they know something weird happened to them, they won't be able to identify what happened exactly or what we were looking at. Absolutely. And we can even say it goes beyond that. You, you start wiping down the cabinet, making sure there aren't fingerprints. You don't know if they were fingerprinted you or not. It's not in your medical file. It doesn't mean they don't have files of it. Uh, going around the whole room, just making sure that everything's been put back into place. Uh, the needles that were used are in the proper disposal, so no one will actually think to look at them. And then the bell rings. Oh. It's lunchtime. What are you guys doing? Wait, before we go, though, could we, like, call the number, pretend to be doctors, pretend that we have, like, an intense sort of reaction situation, you know, whatever. Like, how do we shut them down? How do we shut them down? We say something like, hey, they're not working right. They're they're actually enhancing the powers of a mutant. How do how do we shut them down? We tried to put more in them, something like that and get them to like walk through a shutdown procedure like right now. Because like they got phones right here. Like, when are we going to get access to a phone again? You're right, Stranglehold. Let's... We got to strike while the iron is hot. I think I can pretend to be dying really effectively or getting super powerful. Well, I mean, somebody has to pretend to be Nurse Jolene, so that's either going to be you, Luna, or you, Ellen. I haven't sounded like a Nurse Jolene, well, since puberty hit. All right, so who's making the call? Who's making the call? Asheville, do you want to call? Um, no, I think you got it, Bougie. I think I can do screaming a little bit better than I can do Jolene. It's going to be an ego check. I have a three on ego. Well, that that's, sounds like you. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> okay. So, do you have uh, any traits or tags that would help you here? I Sorry, go ahead, just Jericho. Looking those up. I was just going to say, can Jericho assist by like laying out files and pointing out information, basically just to give her an edge on the check? Yeah, I think so. You were the one going through the files. You, you saw where it was. You can like point out uh, keywords. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the compounds, like that. actual, you know, the dosage that would have been needed for somebody, that kind of stuff. So that he's feeding her information. The one of the traits that I have that might help in this situation, uh, feel free to say no, is I do have presence uh, because I grew up in a reality show, uh, Gladiator or real 
environment. Um, so the character knows how to command attention on demand. They have an edge on ego checks that involve getting people to pay attention to them all or voluntarily do things for them. It's a stretch, but I'll go with it because I want to see this work. <laughs> Thank so you. So that would be a double edge. So you'd be able to reroll two dice. Yes. All right. So if I'm going to. And for uh, okay. the audience, if you have a double edge, you can reroll the same dice twice or you can reroll two different dice. Yep. So Ashfall takes the phone, looks at the number, ready for Jericho to kind of put it on speakerphone, motioning for people to be quiet so they can still hear everything. And uh, she'll dial in the number. Hello? Hello? Is anyone there? I need help, please. This is Assistant Director Grayson's Creed office. Grayson Creed's office. Yeah. Uh, listen, listen. I'm at the um, enter school name here, um, and we are having an emergency. One of the kids that we just got in, uh, we injected them, and it seems to be making them more powerful. The reverse is happening. Uh, we need to know immediate instructions to to dismantle whatever is happening. More powerful. You mean the Sentinels are replicating faster than you expected? Uh, well, the Sentinels, whatever is wrong with this mutant, whatever their ability is, is working with technology. It's taking over the nanos we injected in them. Interesting. That's... I've never heard of that before. They're, well, I suppose I, we, we just, should follow standard protocol. You no, we just we need move, help right not? now. It's the, it, if it gets out of their blood, who knows what it's going to do to us? Who cares about the mutants if it explodes? But what about us? Well, you have a standard security room, right? A safe room that you can put the mutant in? But look, they're already growing. We can't get them through the door. I understand. I have a team already dispatched. They're headed to you now. But you need to transfer the mutant to the safe room. Standard protocol. And if you can record the change, that would be important as well. We don't even have cameras over here. Well, other than the security cameras. Very well. If you cannot record, uh, please take extensive notes. Just get your team here right away. We need a reversal. The team is on their way to dispatch the mutant. Yeah, well, they should have been here already, and she'll hang up. So that did not work. <laughs> At all. So what do they tell you? You got the code? What do we do? She had us on speakerphone. So they're coming to kill. He wasn't really listening. (laughs) So now, now, as you guys are in here, you also hear the sentinels begin to power up. uh, Uh Not the energy beams, but their motors start moving uh, as as they begin loosening and they take a few steps around. Listen, I think the only thing we can do at this point is run. Uh, Yeah, Bishu, you want to get small, and uh, I'm going to jump out the window. Are there maybe Forge, maybe Forge still exists somewhere on this world. Maybe he can reverse this, but I think we got to try to get off the grounds at this point. Biju's looking around for a security camera. Since uh, Ashfall mentioned security cameras, is there anything that needs there to is not one in this portable unit? Uh, and as far as you can tell, uh, your tracks are covered. Uh, Jericho had the fantastic test uh, where he covered all your tracks. So what about? regular jolene like 
She has a bucket on her head. She can't see anything. Oh, she's going to know she's been frozen for like five minutes. I mean. Did she like experience time? Did she hear the conversations we've been having? She might not have seen anything. Oh. She's locked down. She's, She's locked down, but she's conscious. So we have to leave. This was our opportunity to reverse it from the school. We've got to leave. Yeah, we got to go. We attacked one of their people and stuff. They're not going to treat us nicely. And then they haven't that, been treating us nicely anyway. I, they're going to treat us less nicely. We got to go. Mm. Like, now's the time. Uh, Bijou, whatever you injected that dude over there with that made him knock out, do the same thing to her. Okay. And she didn't completely empty the vials so she's just gonna do the same thing again so she's got these like four vials and she like and Asheville said do exactly the same thing and like Bijou tries really hard to be good at these things because like the legacy kids kind of make fun of her for not being legacy so she took it literally so they like she's gonna like take all four of them and ready herself and super speed (laughs) we're gonna roll over the the checks from before uh, and we're going to say that as far as you can tell, you did it exactly the same. You don't hear a noise from her uh, and she doesn't collapse because she's still frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you like look underneath the bucket, uh, you can see that her uh, eyes are starting to uh, cloud over. All right, we got to run. We've got to try to find some right. kind of underground. We've got to find somebody who can I help mean- us with this technology. Take some of the samples of these nano sentinels in this solution we need the notes on the the initial notes you had stranglehold i pull the folder back out that says that the procedure can be reversed we take samples uh, of these nano sentinels in solution and what they what they do plus all four of our files yeah i was about to say we could definitely at least stranglehold was the most out there for this and it's been a couple minutes now since your phone call. I think it's fair to say that now the alarms start blaring across the, the school. Uh, and you hear it, a voice come over the intercom. Students, return to your dorms. Any student found outside their dorms in three minutes will be dealt with. Well, we have three minutes to get out of here then. That's nice Run. of them. Let's go. I, uh, let's yeah. go. Uh, the underground tunnels, maybe they're still there? It's the best place to ho- We got to hope. You're right, Ashfall. Yeah. Let's head for those. <clears throat> as soon as you go out of this portable, you see that there are purifiers combing the lawn, and they immediately notice you because it's just wide open grass, and a couple of them point to you. Back to the building now. We heard, We're on lockdown. We're going. We heard. You start heading to the building? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they follow you. They're not necessarily the escorting you. By the way. The sentinels are moving. They're looking, uh, but they're not actually like attacking or anything. It, it okay. basically looks like they've gone to high alert. Okay. Uh, you go into the building. Uh, the purifiers are mostly following you. As soon as you get in the building, uh, there's a couple that are guarding the doors right now, too. The ones that like herded you over there begin combing the grounds again. Uh, they're searching everywhere, uh, just making sure that no one is loose. Once you get in the halls, you see that there are crowds of students just flooding upstairs. Uh, there's a lot of congestion in these halls at the stairways as the students are going upstairs to their dorms. 
We're headed down to the tunnels. Down, down. Okay. Uh, through the old SR-71 hangar. It has been 20 years. Uh, so you're going to have a little bit of trouble finding those. Um, how do we want to call this? You're going to need to make agility checks to get out of the crowd without being seen. Because like I said, there are purifiers that are watching now, making sure that everyone's going upstairs. Uh, I just teleport out of their sight, line of sight. I duck down. How much in the can crowd you teleport right disappear. now? Out of combat, thirty uh, spaces. I think it's something like that. Much. Okay. We're just run, 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 run. Well, I mean, you could go small, probably, and get out. A little trickier, I think, for but me and Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> Ray said words that Bijou doesn't understand. <laughs> so <laughs> she. Yeah, 10, 10 squares. Uh, well, 20 squares because we're ranked two. Okay. So 100 uh, feet. Yeah. The about, square is five feet. Uh, so you'll be able to get past a couple of them like that. Uh, it's definitely, you're not going to be able to get down an entire hall or anything. No, I like just want to get out of their line of sight. Okay, uh, so we're going to need agility checks for the stealth here, and I'll give you the edge, Jericho, for your powers there. Okay. Can I, um, as a way to help cause an additional distraction, when we're in, like, the uh, the herd of all of these mutants, can Stranglehold uh, use, like, you know, just try to like with his like stretchy hand or with his like or with his like his his Charlie hand, just kind of like knock someone over and just kind of like slide them into the direction of the purifiers just to get them to pay attention to that and give us maybe an edge or something like that. I'm trying to stealth away. Yeah, uh, we'll call that a melee and we're going to say it's routine. You're you're in a big crowd, uh, so it's not going to be difficult to knock someone over. I have like plus 25 to melee. Should I really <laughs> even roll this? Let's be honest. Oh god, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'm just teasing. Uh, I do get a. I do get an edge on melee. You need a ten. Yep, I rolled a couple ones, so I'm gonna go ahead and use it. <laughs> and I get plus two to melee checks. That you consider this an attack? Uh, no, it's a non-combat check. Because uh, we're not going against their defense. Okay. 18 then. 18. That's plenty. Uh, your Kawatu arms just bowl over a couple young kids. Yep. Uh, the crowd is immediately starting to move over them, around them. Uh, a kid gets stepped on before he's helped up. Uh, purifiers definitely come in to start like breaking it up. Uh, everyone can have an edge to their agility checks to get away here. Okay, good. So Jericho, you get two edges then. Really need it. Oh, and, oh. Well, with the two edges, I got a one on the Marvel die uh, for a total of a 19 and a fantastic success. His agility is my jam. Yes, I uh, don't want to use either edge because I've got um, 16 plus three for uh, 19 again. 19. Okay. Uh, Bijou? Uh, sorry, we're rolling agility? Yes. Yes. Uh, so I get a one on my Marvel die. Nice. And nice. 
to choose. So four, okay, uh, ten plus your agility total. Uh, so that's a ten. Agility is two. Twelve. Did you do your edge? You got an edge from Stranglehold. No. And you can re-roll some of those twos. Never say. They'll never anyone will even tell you that bullying doesn't you know, <laughs> help. I <laughs> re-rolled a two and got another two. Can I spend a karma to re-roll another? Can dice? you get new dice? <laughs> I, well, uh, twelve is enough. Right? Get us some new. Uh, <laughs> yeah, talk to Eric. Get some it's new 12, dice. Twelve is enough. If oh, okay. you got the 12, you're good. Um, and Stranglehold, what'd you get? I got a 14. 14. Okay, so everyone passes. Jericho, you got a fantastic success. Um, so the three of you, with this distraction, uh, you see an opening down a hall, uh, and it's just breakfast club style. It's an empty hall, and you three are running together, uh, like careening around a corner. Uh, Jericho, what are you? how would you like your fantastic success to uh, show up here? I think he, I think he's aware enough of the school and has scouted it out enough in the last couple of weeks that when he makes that that jump, he teleports into a blind corner. So he's got sight lines up and down the hallway. Uh, you know, going back to his old tactical training from his father and from the Team X days, and so he's he's lined up so that nobody can see him, but he can see if there are any other of these purifiers in this empty hall that we're we just moved into. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that you see most of the purifiers uh, have left to deal with the crowd going up the dorms. Uh, it's basically a fire hazard. There's only one main stairway now in the school. Um, you also, from this corner, I'm going to say that you can see there's another group of purifiers that looks like they just came in from outside. And the way they're set up with your tactical training, you can tell they're about to start sweeping the entire bottom floor. Uh, so you've got uh, moments before they're upon you. But you know they're coming. Uh, you can also see where. Something about that. Yeah. Uh, so if we clock them, if Jericho lets us know, I'm just gonna grab onto a wall and pull it across so that the uh, front door is essentially cut off uh, with a uh, elemental earth elemental barrier, um, which they have to do at least 10 points of damage to uh, 10 point. They have to do at least 11 yeah, before yeah. it actually starts doing damage to if it. If it's 10 or under, it absorbs it. And if it's yes. 11 or more, it breaks it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, so this brick wall just kind of extends all the way across. And you have uh, uh, quite a bit of cover now. Uh, and you feel like they won't be able to get in anytime soon. They have weapons. It's not going to be too difficult for them to break through, but it's going to slow them down for sure. Just need a moment. and uh, Which you have several moments now. Uh, <laughs> what's the plan? Ashfall will look to Jericho, Stranglehold, and then look for Bijou. We've got to go down. We've got to get down into the tunnels. I'm visible. I'm still, I'm, I'm still me. All right. All right. So you're trying to go through... Uh, you remember vaguely that there was an elevator to a sub-basement? Um, from your time the past couple weeks, you feel like that hallway uh, doesn't exist anymore. Uh, you've seen walls that uh, have blocked it off and they uh, have changed the layout. So as you start going there, you find roughly the right direction. It, it's hard to say where the other side of the wall would be and how to access it. There could be a door on the other side. Right now, it's just solid wall. Look. 
we're not being stealthy anymore. Let's just blast these these walls down. I can uh, make this elevator shaft reappear. All and right, go for it. she is going to, about where we know the elevator to be, use a, probably the elemental burst um, would be the one to use and just, like, try to break through some of these walls. Instead of the attack here, I'd like a logic test to see if you get the right area. Uh, your attack's going to be successful. You're going to be able to break through this wall no matter what. Can I leave the area to somebody who is good at that and then yes. just... <laughs> anyone here can make a logic test and tell her where to punch. <laughs> Please can tell I, me where uh, to punch. Can I make... Can I make the argument, uh, because of my spatial uh, precognitive abilities, uh, that I could use that to try to understand the spatial area around here and make a vigilance check instead? Muted. I'm not coming up with anything spatial in my results. What What's the name of the ability? Well, it's the spider sense, but it was reflavored oh, for right. teleportation. Sense. So, yeah. That's why. I just wanted to give it a quick read here. Nope, not sense sense. We want spider sense. <laughs> There's no like holes in the wall or anything. It's a solid wall, right? Right. And it, it looks like it was changed quite a bit. <laughs> there is about to be. Uh, spider sense might not be sense the right danger wall. that tingles might when you're near. You have edge on. Uh, I'll give you the edge. Uh, one on the Marvel die is six and a three. Um, I'll reroll the three. Got a four, so ten, sixteen. My logic is one, so seventeen with. A one on the marble die. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, so you, using your spatial sense, trying to figure out where the gap might be, you point it out to Ashfall. Ashfall, you describe how you're breaking this wall. Uh, so Ashfall, you kind of see her uh, sort of hunker down a little bit, put her hand on the ground, and she looks up. And she has and has always had sort of a star pattern around her eye, and her eye is actually quite white permanently. But you see a bit of a flash of green from it as she pulls up, and with her the entire floor of cement comes in and bashes itself straight into this wall uh, to create a hole. The The wall begins to crumble uh, it wasn't built nearly as well as the previous walls, and because it was added later, it doesn't have the same structural support. Uh, and just cinder blocks come tumbling down. Dust uh, flies up. You rush in through this hole, and you see that there is a small hallway here. It's about 15, 20 feet long. It is a dead end, except for very old elevator doors. Uh, you can tell this entire section has been completely cut off not been used in years and years there's a thick layer of dust over everything not counting what you just put in uh and everything just is in a state of disrepair there are cobwebs everywhere we can't trust the elevator we got to go down the shaft yeah agreed got a good way of opening it or are we just gonna keep punching stranglehold will then like put his hands up and he will get them nice and flat because he has flexible bones. And he's going to do like the T2 thing and just kind of slide a hand between like the elevator seam 
and just try to like push the door open a bit, if that's all right. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to require a check for this. You're going to be able to do it. Uh, T2, you, you just slip right on through uh, and pull. It takes your all your strength, uh, which I know you have in it, abundance. It's pretty considerable, these... so be careful about exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> these doors, uh, they have like this safety lock that elevator doors do, and you hear it begin to buckle and crunch as you pull it apart and then the gears just begin grinding as this door opens and you actually don't have to worry about the elevator because there isn't one uh, you are looking at just an empty shaft that goes down right now let's get down let's go yeah we can get into the tunnels we may be able to find the old morlock tunnels maybe some of them are still around they might be able to help us too yeah the hell's a morlock Bijou looks down at that and is like, oh, and no, it's all right. Bijou is going to yeah. like get small and like get on Stranglehold's shoulder. <laughs> and if you have like a pocket or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got cargo pants. He's got tons of pockets. Got <laughs> and at this point, you days. definitely hear the yelling of purifiers talking to each other. They're over here. They're over here. So Ashfall, can you put that wall back up as we go down? You got it. And Ashfall will create a barrier across the the wall she punched out to find the elevator. Go ahead and spend the focus. We don't need to roll for it or anything. I I don't think you need to roll for that anyways. I've been counting down my focus. Uh, Yeah, the the wall goes back up. It's not as pretty as it was before, obviously, but it is a barrier. Uh, And you guys are going down this shaft. how are you trying to do that? You're just trying to grab onto uh, the cable and then just slide down? Most of the yep. elevator shafts have like a ladder on the uh, far side from the door. No? Yep. The maintenance sure. ladders. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Straight I know a lot down. about elevator shafts. <laughs> elevator uh, shafts have a, maintenance elevator uh, ladders. Actually, they're required. I had a cousin who used, to, who used to install elevators all the time. Uh, but I, when I know elevators down, aren't good for Emilio Estevez, though. I, I do know that. Wrong movie. Uh, so he, <laughs> so Stranglehold will, will like kind of grab the side and just like, he's not so much climbing as he just lets his arms stretch com- as far as they'll stretch. So he gets like, and then, and then he'll kind of reach the next rung and then he'll do it again. And then one after the other. And that's basically how he climbs at this point. That's so cool. Do any, the rest of you have a strange way to climb? No, uh, I'm not going to teleport cause I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure how, how uh, how long, it, how far it is to the bottom. So I'm just, he's just going to use his superior agility and head on down. Stranglehold will probably have to like bend out of the way, but Ashfall's going to do the thing where you hold the outside of the elevator with like your feet on the outside and your hands on the outside and just slide down very quickly. All right. And you guys, uh, Bijou, did you have a way you want to describe? Oh, I got small and went in Strangleholds pocket because she doesn't like heights. She's in my pocket right now. In his calf pouch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to get close to that calf. What are you talking about? <laughs> They're very toned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie holding her? No, I wouldn't. No, God, that's terrible. She's my friend. I wouldn't do that to her. Are you crazy? Charlie's evil. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining all the possibilities. She's uh, like hanging from, she's like, she's like grasping onto like my hoodie string or something like that, or, you know, or onto the collar of the, the I've like or made like a little like 
area to sit in like the hoodie like i pulled the hoodie off to one side yeah. and i'm just sort of sitting perfect in, like yeah. and, I'm, and i am holding on to that just in case anything happens i'm holding on to the, yeah <laughs> Uh, and you guys are going down as fast as you possibly can. Uh, you get probably two, three floors down when you hear a loud bang, uh, some sort of explosive. Looking up, you see a cloud of dust come through. You hear the, the shouts of purifiers. And moments later, you see one looking down with flashlights. Oh, shit, they're going down. They're going down. He starts calling into his uh, radio. And I think this is a good place to end for the night oh, okay. uh, with you guys going into the, the depths of the elevator shaft. I did expect this scenario to happen. I thought it would be next session rather than this <laughs> session, but it's all good. Yeah, didn't you tell us like, did you tell us you were, you were jumping forward three weeks instead of starting right where we left off last week? Cause you knew we I would knew try this would escape happen. right off yeah. the bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we, we, we tried to call the guys yeah. to get, you know, some info, we did. but, uh, yeah, the smart didn't work, so we just punched things. Yeah. We're a surprisingly <laughs> a uh, intelligent Everyone party. Wants to, yeah, for, for a not intelligent party. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a logic one. I don't have any negatives. Yeah, I got a logic negative one too. One. Yeah. I have two negative abilities actually. I have everything oh, I is ones it. and twos. Negative I, one. I couldn't. In, in I couldn't do the negatives. <laughs> well, I I'm had a lot good. of fun, guys. Uh, I hope you did too. That was uh, No, it's fun, dude. I didn't want to throw us into combat with the purifiers and sentinels yet, but that will happen uh, possibly most likely next session. Uh, and then we'll see how uh, your smart, not smart characters handle themselves in a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Sentinels are going to kill us. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got to avoid what? those. I can take like two of them. We'll be fine. <laughs> You're tough. You're a tough guy. I might be able to stop, <laughs> slow one down, slow a couple of them down. Maybe let's do some shout outs. Uh, what's going on with garb Aaron? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can tune in for Dan. He's going to continue to run us through Death Watch, Warhammer 40K Space Marines, possibly our finale as we find our missing Inquisitor and cause some trouble there. Then on Thursday at the same time, uh, you can come back and Lewis will be running the gang through the One Ring and his Ballads of the Bardings. And then swing back around for the following Tuesday, and you can catch more Coriolis with Millie. And then that same Tuesday, come back here and watch how our gang gets out of this situation. If we get out of the situation. It, it's all right. We'll, we'll make new custom characters, and we'll, we'll get to do all the content that you skipped this session. We'll, we'll just <laughs> start right back over. I'm ready to go. We've oh, got, got time s- travel. I got like I mean, five backup go back a couple weeks. <laughs> My backup is Molly Ringwald. From Breakfast Club. Oh, that's a good one. Mixed with a different <laughs> Arnold movie, but I'm not going to say which one. Commando? <laughs> no, she wasn't in Commando. I'm gonna say. No, I'm just saying, I was I was taking an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and a character from the Breakfast Club, smashing him together, and that's my my X-Men movie. It's beautiful. <laughs> what would it be, Predator? I think Predator. Oh, is it? She's going to cover herself in mud. All right. Maybe. Who knows? What do we got going on, Jeff? Uh, let's see. Thursday's the next game. You can see everyone but Steven uh, in that werewolf game. We even invited him this week and next week because we're down a Jeremy and Evan. So we're going to do a little uh, a little more intimate run for the next couple of weeks between everyone you see here. Uh, but then Steven said, no, no, I don't like you guys. So How dare. Uh, <laughs> How dare. Wounded. So it's so just the four of us. 
but it's exciting. Uh, uh, so we, we finished up our first arc, so we're going to start a second arc uh, and uh, see how that goes. Uh, Friday, we've got some Delta Green. Uh, Steven has decided to play in that game because he likes those people apparently better than he likes Skip. You don't and just you don't like me anymore, Stephen. <laughs> Was that it? Is. it? You want to tell me something? And if I'm you gonna kill Ashfall next session. And oh. if you didn't believe me, he's doing the same thing on Saturday when he plays in One Ring, a oh. game in which Kipser and Aaron oh. are also not in. I, I feel like the evidence is mounting. I see how <laughs> he, it is. He did. He did drop out of. The That's next true. Friday game, which I'm running, which will be Wrath and Glory Warhammer 40k. What, Aaron? Congratulations on killing Stephen's character. Wow. I, I gave him I, every out. I did yeah, my best. I know. Wow. Just that was the entire off. campaign. Just giving me every out. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> after, sh- after capturing you first and then giving yeah. you every out. <laughs> we should also uh, stress that Saturday is going to be the finale of our One Ring game, episode 71. We got through 71 episodes, each somewhere between two and three hours. So we've got uh, so many hours of content into it, and the campaign all comes to an end, and we uh, we had a hell of a cliffhanger where I don't, honestly don't know how they're going to get out of it this time. Uh, and not only that, is it, it's not just our finale. We're also going to be doing some giveaways, as Eric from North Foundry has been kind enough to give us a few, uh, a few uh, you know, few things to give away uh for those folks who have been watching this this whole time so if you've been watching uh you know one ring come hang out with us and you'll get some uh some some gift certificates basically to norse foundry uh then uh floy oil wait what yeah floy, hmm. floy oil will be anyhow uh floy after oi. that floy oi. oh i thought it was like floy oil like is that <laughs> is that a new thing on norse foundry's it's gonna be website now. <laughs> it's gotta be now, yeah. beard oil massage oil is because he this does is, remember uh, he, yeah. Gilly's, you know, sketches. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then Monday, we'll be back to uh, Monster of the Week, uh, as we've been, uh, we started that up a couple weeks back. Uh, you should also check out the YouTube page. We've got new games. We just played our first session of Fried Empire last night. We're very excited about that. As Aaron already mentioned, we've got Warhammer 40K coming down the pike next week. Lots of new, fun, interesting games and lots of games that we've been playing over the last couple of years. You can find them all there. Hopefully you find something you like and you're willing to uh, to follow us both here and over on the YouTubes. Uh, that's it. I think it's time to raid somebody, Stephen, unless you have more words of wisdom to, uh, to impart I don't think us. he deserves them. I, I don't deserve words of wisdom, I guess. No. Mm-hmm. Words <laughs> are for nerds. That is uh, <laughs> something we've learned on this channel. I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> All right. We are going to go ahead and raid uh, Happy Jack's RPG. They're playing some games right now. Looks like they're playing Blade Runner, I believe. So go ahead and follow that. We'll see y'all later. Have a great rest of your night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.